1: Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, I've got a uh, crazy study that I want to take a look at with you to start with. The, the article detailed or detailing the study is titled, The Surprising Reason Nearly 30% of People Say They Actually Enjoy Getting Sick. <laughs> wow. Now, I don't, I don't know about you, but I sure don't like getting sick. So let, let's take a look and uh, see what's going on there. And then I want to. After that, I want to hit a couple of my favorite topics with you. That's chunking and snowballs. And I'm not saying chunking snowballs. Certainly not here in Texas. We we don't get that kind of snow. What what I mean, is the concept, the the mindset around cash flow chunking. It's it's a great way to look at debt and uh, debt service, and and really just covering your your living expenses in general. That's cash flow chunking. And then we'll have we have the cash flow snowball, which is. Well, it's something you will experience as you buy more rental real estate. In fact, it's it's really surprising um, how quickly that cash flow builds up as you grow your portfolio, especially beyond a certain number of houses. Think about that hockey stick uh, in terms of growth or, or apartment deals, right? You can do one or both or, or a mix of those. Um, and anyhow, things really start to accelerate. So if you are a new investor or just thinking about getting started and you're you know, you're, you're, you're hung up, you're worried about a lack of capital and that you may not ever hit your retirement goals. Well, I'm, I'm telling you that you can, right? Start with that first property and then build to the next one and the next one. And, and watch watch what happens. That uh, that cash flow snowball really uh, accelerates. It really gains momentum. Um, let me give you the number here in the studio. If you have any questions today, the number is 855-497-4335. Again, that's 855 855- 497 4335, or send me an email to askandy at LUINC.com. Again, that's askandy at luc.com. All right, let's take a look at this article. Um, the surprising reason nearly 30% of people say they actually enjoy getting sick. Wow, 30, 30% of people enjoy getting sick. Interestingly, on a different uh, site I dug up from the, the National Foundation for Infectious Diseases, uh, just 63% of people got the flu vaccine in the 2018-2019 flu season. 30% of people like getting sick, 63% of people got the flu vaccine. Is there a correlation there? I don't know, probably not, but it's an interesting number. Now, I, I, I don't know about you, I get the flu shot every year. I have a toddler. I don't want to get the little guy sick, and worst of all, it seems that uh, you know he goes to daycare a few days a week and seems to bring the worst crud home with him from time to time, so I, I got to watch out. But here's the thing, I hate getting sick, it slows me down. You know, I waste, I waste a ton of time just laying around in bed or on the couch waiting for the bug to pass. So what's going on with these, uh, these other 30, 30% of Americans? So let's take a look at this article. This was on a site, SWNS, this is basically a news uh, aggregator uh, a hub where other uh, journalists or, or periodicals will go to get some, some stories. And it says simply put here, believe it or not, Nearly one in three Americans enjoy getting sick so that they can take a break from their everyday life. This is according to new research. The research was done by uh, one poll on behalf of Theraflu. Of course, Theraflu. um, If you've gotten the flu, I'm sure you are familiar with that product, but helps you get over that. And they did. They conducted a survey. They looked at, or they spoke with, over 2,300 Americans. So statistically significant, and they found that a surprising 29% of people actually welcome being sick from time to time. Why? In order to get some rest from their day-to-day tasks and routines. He goes on to say, look, our everyday lives, they can be a bit hectic and stressful, especially around the holidays, right? Those are coming up. Nearly 40% of those polled say being sick allows them time to focus on themselves and permission to slow down. Hang on to that thought, by the way. We'll come back to that. Now, again, most people don't, you know, getting sick, it's not anyone's idea of a fun time, it says, but uh, a lot of these folks feel that there are some perks that go along with getting sick, okay? Number one, right, they catch up on some much-needed sleep. What's another perk? Well, resting all day, just laying around on the couch. Okay, I got it. Oh, okay, don't forget about binging Netflix, right? You got to get ca- caught up on your favorite, favorite shows and um, finishing a project, and, and, of course, don't forget not going into work for a few days so you know it's just crazy let's unpack a few things here let's look at that earlier statement in the article being sick allows these folks time to focus on themselves and permission to slow down so these folks they're they're not able to take a break right otherwise they're not able to slow down they are not able to relax they're not able to catch up on sleep they are not able to focus on themselves Unless they get sick. And I, and I bet this goes for tons of people out there. You know, these people, they're just basically waiting on outside forces to say, hey, it's okay to take some time for yourself. Being sick, it says, allows them time to focus on themselves and permission to slow down. That's just nuts. You know what else gives you that permission? Being financially free. Buying back your time and, and living life on your own terms Look, when you when you build up enough cash flow monthly cash flow annual cash flow from rental real estate that you can meet or exceed your expenses you know at that point you are financially free this 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 notion that that we have here in this article this notion of waiting you know until some external force you know allows you to take a break allows you to take a break right Give, gives you that permission by getting sick is it's just it, it's crazy to me I'm telling you, you you can take control of your life, and you can take control of your destination. You you don't you don't have to wait on these these outside events to give you permission. Don't don't just keep following that same roadmap that everyone around you does, which apparently includes waiting to get sick to take a break. Okay, at Lifestyles Unlimited, we've got a better roadmap. We've got an alternative roadmap. Uh, It's one that we've had uh, in our back pocket for almost 30 years now, and it's a map that we've shown to over 40,000 members and helped them find that alternative path. And again, we're talking about buying our lives back through cash flow from rental real estate. Now, when we come back from the break, I want to talk to you about cash flow chunking, which this is the methodology we're going to use to help us buy back that time. That's the mindset we want to put into place. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Wett, and we'll continue here in just a second.
2: Talk 13-7, the right choice.
0: Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now let's get back to your map to financial
1: freedom. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and you're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And today we're working on your financial freedom, and we're we took a look at an article just ahead of the break. Which uh, oh I. Felt was a little bit crazy about about 30 percent of people say they actually enjoy getting sick and why do they enjoy getting sick because that gives them permission to take a break from life and focus on themselves to relax to get things done finish a project maybe just lounge around on the couch all day catch up on sleep watch some netflix and so on and i'll tell you the investors i know they don't have to sit around and wait until they're sick (laughs) to do any of those things um what they've done is they've built up passive income through rental real estate over the years uh, sometimes very short period of time in fact, and that has given them their financial freedom. What they've done is met their incoming ex- or out- outgoing expenses with incoming cash flow and that's given them that pin- uh, financial freedom. We talked about the roadmap um, that we follow at Lifestyles Unlimited. you know the folks that are waiting to get waiting around to get sick um, to take a break, they're following the, the wrong roadmap for sure. Um, so how you know how, how do you get off of that one and start following ours? Start following a better one. I'll tell you one way is to it's to change your mindset. And, and we're going to talk here about cash flow chunking. I want I want you to start giving some focus to your 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 monthly expenses, right? And your 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 general cost of living. Really take a look at those expenses, those monthly expenses. Dig into the you know look at the big picture first of all. Ask yourself you know w- what is my monthly number roughly. And and then take a look at what you're spending each month as as a household. You know, let's say it's let's say it's four thousand dollars a month. Okay, first of all, that's your financial freedom number right there. That's what you got to cover uh, with cash flow to to be financially free. But but let's say it's four thousand dollars a month. What ask yourself what comprises that four thousand dollars? Well, things like general living expenses, food, utilities, daycare. If you have kids, like I do, uh, most of us have pets. And and what about your debt load? Right, we're typically looking at things like monthly mortgage payments uh, on your personal residence. Uh, of course, that you know, mortgage plus taxes plus insurance. Don't forget about those. Uh, that's a biggie. Um, car payment, truck payment. Oh, I don't know. May, maybe maybe a boat, maybe an RV payment. Other toys, storage for those toys. And of course, the big the big elephant in the room the student loan debt. Um, we we know that nowadays that one is a doozy. Uh, Medical bills cost of of health insurance and and medical bills in general are going up. I like to skydive I like to jump out of airplanes and I'll tell you keeping those airplanes in the air. It ain't cheap (laughs) So anyhow the list goes on so what makes up your monthly expenses? You need to dig in get that big-picture number really take a close look then and and get into the detail because that's going to be Important to to setting your goal for financial freedom Okay, or or helping you get to that goal rather of financial freedom like we said You know, Once you meet or exceed that $4,000 in in monthly expenses with monthly cash flow from rental real estate, well, then you've achieved your financial freedom. Now, I know that can seem like a huge challenge for a lot of people, and and again, this is where I want to talk about the idea of cash flow chunking. We're going to break that debt apart. We're going to break that debt and those monthly expenses down into bite-sized chunks, and we're going to start attacking those one at a time. Okay, so once we have a handle on our monthly debt and other expenses, what do we do? All right. Well, once we've broken those down into, you know, more manageable bite-sized pieces, what what, what is it that we should do? Well, simply put, we're going to start by buying one single-family house. Or if you want to go the other route, go multifamily, get into your first passive deal. And what I mean is buying into a a syndication, so a group that's buying an apartment complex as a passive investor okay and your goal in this action is to offset one just one of those chunks of debt or expenses okay once one chunk is covered right we can breathe a little bit easier for example when we have enough cash flow coming in the door to cover the car payment well we can stop worrying about that particular debt load once we've done that now we move on and focus on the next chunk so what do some average debt payments right now look like in the us let's see per lending tree uh, dot com. A new car payment as of Q1 2019 was right about $554. Okay, that's our benchmark. Student loan debt, this is according to CNBC, uh, $579 if you have it at all. Um, I mentioned RV toys, right? Uh, Heath and Alyssa.com, they talk about uh, financing motorhomes. These guys are experts in RVs, 400 to maybe $600. Depends on what you buy, I guess. Um, but you say, yeah, but Andy... Okay, so we're gonna buy a house, we're gonna put debt on that house. We're gonna take the cash flow, I get that, but aren't we just putting new debt into place with those rental houses? Yeah. Yeah, you're right, true, we are. But essentially what we're doing is replacing bad debt with good debt, okay? And that's a concept you need to get your head around. Bad debt is basically any consumer debt, credit card debt, auto loan debt, uh, the mortgage on your personal residence, debt on things that don't produce income. Whereas good debt is it's that debt that you're putting on something that does something that does produce income, for example, rental real estate, or if you're, if you're a business owner, you know, if you need to invest in machinery to keep your business running, right? That's another example. So, and and let me, let me recommend just real quick here, a good book that will help you with this topic. If you know, if you're just starting out or just starting to think about investing in, in real estate, check out rich dad, poor dad, uh, by Robert Kiyosaki. He, in that book, he does a, a a really good job at introducing some basic concepts around assets and liabilities and and mindset in general if you talk to any successful investor I guarantee you they've read that book at some point in time a lot of folks started with that book and that kinda turned the light on for for them and and you know for example he talks about our personal home in that book as a liability and this is because we buy this expensive thing that in no way generates revenue I mean it does it does quite the opposite right it sucks money out of our pocket for the mortgage for insurance for property tax uh, maintenance is often a gotcha for a lot of people those repairs now compare that to a rental property a rental house here we've got those same expenses but we're also collecting rent on top of it and we're keeping the profit at the end of the day that rent house it's generating income and it's and therefore it's an asset for us that car with its car payment that's a liability that Rent house that you put in place to pay for it is an asset. That student loan debt is a liability, but that rent house that you put into place to pay for that debt is an asset. Look, when you start to put rental property into place to chunk cash flow, you're actually improving your balance sheet. Think about it. You start to pay off those, those depreciating assets or that, that, well, depreciating liabilities, I should say, um, that student loan debt and so on. And at the same time, you've put one or more true assets into play that are actually appreciating as well as generating cash flow that's going to improve your improve your balance sheet and remember that because of the way that we buy rental real estate at lifestyles unlimited because of the model that we follow we we are getting properties at a discount and we're creating wealth through something called equity capture that's basically the the capital gain Uh, that we've built into the the product by buying at a discount fixing it up and and adding value so here again we're improving our balance sheet that's what you want to do that's that's the roadmap that we follow at lifestyles unlimited if you want to learn more about that roadmap go to lifestylesunlimited.com we have free workshops going on across the state of texas across the nation we just opened a new office in phoenix arizona so go to lifestylesunlimited.com Click on the free workshop button and find out where we've got the next one coming up in your area. Um, Register, go check it out, see what we're all about. We'll continue with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show and Cash Flow Chunking in just a moment. Austin's Talk
2: 1370.
0: Listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host.
1: Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb. And today we're working on your financial freedom by taking taking up a concept called cash flow chunking, which is basically a, an approach to reviewing taking a look at your your household expenses and debt and breaking that down into bite-sized chunks so that you can more easily manage addressing those with cash flow. So here in the DFW area where I sit on average we're seeing cash flow could be anywhere from high, I don't know, around 300 up to maybe 500. You have your, you know, you get your bell curve, you may have some exceptions out on the on the tails, but on average about $400, so that's kind of the cash flow that I tend to work with, in in my mind, when I think about these concepts in my own personal life. Okay, so let's take a look at covering some of the common debt flow that we, you know, we see in America. So your personal residence, right? That's a big one. Mortgages, um, typically you're going to have your insurance and your your taxes escrowed as part of that, that monthly payment that you're making. And and those can of course those can be all over the place. It's it's hard to put a single number on that. It's going to depend on your loan amount, right? When you bought it, where do you live? What part of the country? Obviously, that's going to drive value, and and the value behind that house is going to drive property taxes, for example. But for sake of argument, let's say you're paying sixteen hundred dollars a month. Okay, like I just said, here in the DFW area, we're seeing on average about four hundred a month. A lot of the I have x. Ex- I get email blasts from the other markets where we where we're active, and uh, I'll bring up an example here a little bit later. Down in Houston, one came across my desk uh, just last night. Uh, a little over four hundred a month. So that's a pretty common number. So if 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 I can buy a house that's cash flowing four hundred dollars a month, and my mortgage payment is sixteen hundred, I just need to pick up four houses, and I've offset that payment. Okay. In in terms of financial freedom, that piece of the picture is covered for me. I no longer have to focus on that. What about a new car? We said that at least per lending tree, a new car uh, it, it, payment in Q, as of Q1 2019 is running about $554 a month. So what do we need to do? Well, if we're buying at 400 a month cash flow, a little over at one house, or just to keep it simple, I just need to target two houses that are going to average at least $300 a month. That's going to give me $600, and that's going to cover that that car payment okay student loan debt that's another biggie for for Americans of course uh, 1.5 trillion the number just keeps rolling up uh, per uh, CNBC the the average payment is 579 dollars a month similar to that car payment so here again what do you need to do target $300 a month at least and pick up two houses or go higher You know, maybe set your goals a little bit higher pick up a house at 400 or even 500 and I'll tell you over time, as you hold these assets, as you hold these these rental properties, you're, you're going to find that your rents are going to creep up as well. Sure, so will the property taxes and the insurance, but in in my experience, there's a bit of a gap there. So uh, I, at least I've been seeing an increase in my per-monthly uh, cash flow, so that, that'll help you in the longer term as well. Uh, I gave the example of an RV. Um, the the site I looked at quoted anywhere from 400 to 600. I think they're talking about motorhomes, not, not travel trailers or whatever, but... And let's just say this is a proxy for boats (laughs) and any of those other toys that we like to have. Um, You know, if we're talking 600 a month payment, what do you need? There again, two houses averaging 300 a month or a house and a half averaging 400. How do you buy a house and a half? You don't. You allocate that cash flow to some other chunk of of debt. So anyhow, it's it's a really good way to break down what can otherwise seem like an overwhelming task. You know we get entrenched in our lives we start to accumulate things we start to accumulate debt we have these expenses going out the door every month and you just need to take the time and look we're, we're coming up on the end of the year we've got one month left in the year essentially um, after Thanksgiving so spend some time and, and put some thought to this and, and get ready for 2020 maybe even start in December but 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 be prepared have that thought process behind you have having done that analysis know what it is that you're uh, that you have on your plate that you need to take down to those bite-sized chunks so that you can start to get that cash flow uh, coming in the door. And again, if, if that monthly expense that you have is $4,000 in total, if we're picking up an average of $400 in cash flow per per house, well, how many houses do you need to buy? You need to buy 10. Does that seem overwhelming? Maybe. Maybe. We had a member uh, do a case study down in Houston not too long ago. She bought 15 houses in 18 months. So, of course, it's all going to depend on your starting point, your capital base, and and all that sort of stuff. I get that. But what you need to do, again, is focus on that expense load, break it down, and focus on that first house. Don't worry about all 10. You'll get there. Don't let that overwhelm you. Focus on house number one or apartment deal number one. And then that cash flow snowball is going to come into play. And we're going to talk about that here in just a second. But I want to talk about another idea, which is chunking new debt, all right, so we've got our monthly expenses going out the door. We know what those are. What if you want to buy a new car? Well, we, we know that consumer debt is a bad thing. It's a liability, right? So what do you do? Do you do, do the Dave Ramsey model, save up a ton of money, and buy cash? You, you could do that, right? Keep your debt-to-income ratio lower. That would help you on the financing side, I suppose. Or let's say you do save up a portion or all of that cash, and now you've got that same cash pile available. But rather than just go out and buy all cash, what if you put a loan into place instead on that new car and use the cash to buy an asset, a house, single family home, to offset that debt payment? If you know you can get into a house cash flowing $400 a month, well, make sure you're not buying a car that's gonna cost you more than $400 a month in payments. And we have that car paid off in I don't know what are the new terms five years seven years whatever it is, you've still got that asset that house throwing off cash flow. Now you've got four hundred or as I said earlier your rents are going to tend to go up. Maybe it's increased to four fifty, maybe it's increased to five hundred. I don't know, um, but with inflation it will go up. Now you get that money to allocate to some other place, or if you've already got your other expenses covered, you've got extra free cash flow to play with, don't you? So let me give you just a quick example. My wife and I, we rented a 32-foot a Class C motorhome uh, just about a year and a half ago. We wanted to see how we enjoyed it and to see, see if we killed each other or, or perhaps the toddler in, you know, in that small space. But uh, we didn't. We had a great time. This was out in, uh, in the piney woods of East Texas uh, in one of the national forests down there, Davy Crockett National Forest. And, and we had a blast. So we said, you know, let's, let's look at this. So we're doing exactly what I'm telling you about now. We haven't bought anything yet. We're shopping around. And when we get to that point, do I just want to throw a bunch of cash at an RV? At a travel trailer, as it were? No, I don't want to do that. So we're going to look at what can we get into on the debt side and pick up a darn house to cover the thing. Then we're net zero in terms of cash flow, but we've added another, ca- uh, another cash flowing asset to our basis. And again, like I said, when that debt on that, that, that toy, that house, that car, whatever it is, is paid off, Um, You you retain that cash flowing asset and that's that's the beauty of the lifestyles model is that we're continuing to build our asset base and We're going to talk about the 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 cash flow snowball next and what you're going to find Is that every time you add a new house to that to that picture? That snowball picks up a little bit of momentum. It starts to turn a little bit faster It starts to grow a little bit bigger and it grows bigger faster as it continues to go we're going to talk about that in just a second. Now, I do want to tell you quickly, I mentioned ahead of the break earlier, uh, we just opened an office over in Phoenix, Arizona. And in celebration of that, our founder, Del Walmsley, he's offering, has been offering for the month of November the Founders Special uh, to celebrate that new office. Now, November is quickly coming to an end. Um, so I want you to take advantage of this because it's uh, this, this offer is about to end. Go to buymylifeback.com going to tell you all about the financial freedom program uh how to what comes with that membership um take a look at that there's quite a bit that's offered there and i do want to tell you among other things that comes with access to the vendor program full access to all of the professionals all of the contractors uh all of the insurance brokers uh lenders and so on that are, are are part of that vendor program and i want to tell you about an email i got from a member uh recently uh lauding telling me the story of the the, the great success he had with one of those vendors. So again, go to buymylifeback.com to check out that program. Put in promo code Andy at the bottom to get a $500 discount. And I'll tell you about this uh, story here when we continue.
2: Do you have an extremely long work commute? Are you tired of sitting in rush hour traffic stressing about your nine to five corporate grind? Maybe you're thinking, I need a new work route or a better boss. What you really need is a better way of making money. You need a Passive income stream. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we've been teaching people how to invest in real estate for 29 years. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you the five ways to make money with real estate investing. One of the ways is market appreciation. Real estate doubles in value every 20 years. It may fluctuate in the short term, but is forced to rise over the long term with inflation of building materials, labor, and scarcity of land. While stock investors live and die by market appreciation, real estate investors see it as a nice bonus to the other four ways real estate state makes them money. To learn how, attend a free Lifestyles Unlimited workshop by visiting LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com to learn the map to financial freedom in less than five years. Our free workshop calendar at LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. Austin's Talk 1370.
0: Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It's time to turn up the volume and fine-tune your passive income plan so you can create the lifestyle you've always wanted.
1: Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, and today we've been talking about a couple of ideas, cash flow chunking in particular as a way to... Address your debt load, your your monthly expenses. A way to break those down into bite sized pieces, and then start to pick at those by building up your your monthly cash flow through rental real estate. Whether it's single family houses, which is what I do uh, primarily, or multifamily deals, you know, investing as a passive, even as a lead, you could do that. Of course, um, there there are different ways, different paths that you can can follow within the lifestyles model. Um, and again, I've been doing single-family for years, and then we've got guys around us that have been doing multifamily as as well. And just ahead of the break, we are talking about the, the the Financial Freedom Program and the fact that our, our founder Special is coming to an end uh, at the end of November. So if, if you're interested on jumping on that, do it soon before that expires, and you can do that at buymylifeback.com. Uh, you can check out all the... Uh, all the the benefits that come with that membership and if you use my name andy andy at the bottom where it says promo code it's gonna knock five hundred dollars off of that uh... off of that membership but i wanted to tell you about one of the 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 benefits in particular the vendor program uh... something i leverage to the to the max for sure and 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 i love to hear when my my fellow members are succeeding well with those guys as well and in fact i got an email recently from a guy um, you know we we he, he mentioned that he had reached out to one of our our insurance brokers, and so this guy he's got I believe he's in some multifamily deals he's got some single family uh, rentals as well and obviously his personal residence and he's trying to get his head around the insurance on that and he reached out to one of our our vendors uh, or his wife did and you know he he said to me here you know not only did our broker this broker help them straighten out their insurance on their on their personal home as well as the rental. Um, but in digging in for them, in taking a look at their policies on, on their behalf, he, he made them over $4,000 because what he did is he, he said, look, you've got this this clause in your policy that covers that air conditioner that went out a couple months ago at your house that you wound up paying for out of pocket. Well, they were able to turn around, take this to their insurance company, and uh, recover that that $4,000. $4, so a great success there. Um, our vendors are, are very, very knowledgeable. Uh, clearly, they've been doing this alongside lifestyles for for years, and and understand the model. They they know our thought process. They know when we talk about cash flow chunking. They know what we're talking about. Um, they know when we're looking for you know looking for our single family houses. If it's that insurance broker, he knows what we need when we go into that deal. When we're going to do a big, you know, small, moderate, big-sized rehab, he knows what kind of policy we need up front. He knows what kind of policy we need on the back end. So, it makes it very easy for us as investors. And again, then we have these these successes like um, this fella uh, mentioned. So, and I want to shift gears, and I and I want to I want to talk about the cash flow snowball because you've been focusing on your debt, and you, you're getting that covered. And what you're going to find is as you start to buy houses. Things are going to accelerate, and what prompts me to, to talk about this today is, is another email I got. Uh, young fella, um, early thirties, with a goal of, re- of, of hitting retirement by forty. Okay, um, he's got a decent decent window of time there, but he's concerned that he won't get there, that he won't be able. To, I think he's focused on single family houses. He's concerned that he's not going to get there quickly enough uh, to hit that to hit that goal, which is eight or nine years out. And and I would tell him you you can do that and you're focusing a little too much on the the big picture on that end piece. You know what you need. You've got your broad, your big term goals there and that's great. Now start to break those down just like we did with the expense side on the cash flow chunking. Break that long term goal into bite sized chunks as well and focus on that first house, okay? And this is where the cash flow snowball is going to come into play now. I took a look in my email <coughs> and I mentioned earlier <coughs> that we get I get um I basically email blasts from the different realty offices uh, from Lifestyles, and this one came to me last night. This was in Houston, I believe, and it's a, it's a single-family house that's available, and um, you know purchase price around 120 It looks like the—I'm the, going to use this for my model here. The, the out-of-pocket on this is going to be just under $24,000, so that's going to be what we need to buy this house in terms of cash. Uh, the cool thing here is the capital gain on the back end when we're done is almost 21000 That's an 88% return on investment right there. That's that equity capture that we talk about that we're going to make. Um, and then the estimated cash flow per month, right, when we get the rent in the door, pay off our expenses is about $412. We're just going to call 400 for for simple math, about 5000 per per year. That's, a, by the way, cash on cash return right there is 20.8%. So that's... I mean, that's, that's phenomenal, beats, beats the pants off my money market account any day, I'll tell you that. But let's say we bought this house, let's say this is house number one for us, okay? And and just you know, kind of thinking about what folks are out there doing, let's say you're, like we said in an earlier example, your living expenses are about $4,000 per month. We're targeting a cash flow of $400 per month. That's what we see right here with this particular house. So what do I need to do? I need to collect 10 of these houses to offset that, so if I'm the fellow that emailed me, that's my goal, 10 houses. But we're gonna start with house number one. Now, I don't know what folks are doing out there. If, if you've got extra cash to set aside to invest, obviously you wanna do that. You're gonna to need to build up some capital. And, and just for sake of argument, let's say you set aside $1,000 a month. Maybe, maybe you cut off that 401k siphon and put that money in your investment pool instead. Um, whatever you're doing to, to get to that point. But let's say you're setting aside 1,000 a month. That's $12,000 per year. Now, if your goal is 10 houses and you operate just with those savings, a year. In this example, the house is about 24K out of pocket. If I need 10 of those, it's going to take me 20 years to get to 10 houses, just saving, right? That $1,000 per month, that 12,000 per year. But that's not what happens. Okay. That's not what happens at all. But let's say we got that cash that we're putting towards our our investment pool. And at year one, we buy house number one, right? We got our 24K ready to go. We get into that house. Now we've We start getting that cash flow coming in the door from one single house. $400 and some change a month, $4,800 per year. Let's just call it $5,000 for easy math. So we're getting about $5,000 a year in the door. That's on top of the $12,000 that we're saving. So at the end of year one, now we've got seventeen We're almost in house number two already. All right, about middle of year two, we're going to add that second house. Assuming it's a roughly similar Similar model, and I've seen a lot of these that come across that look like this. Um, even lower out of pocket sometimes, even higher sometimes. I mean, it goes in both directions. But we add that second house again. Now we've added another five thousand dollars in annual cash flow to the bottom line. So, Assuming we're still saving that twelve k right per year, now we got two houses throwing ten k at us. Very quickly, we get to twenty two. Little over a year, we get house number three. All right, wash, rinse, and repeat. Assuming a similar pictured house, we're 24K out of pocket to pick it up, but we're pulling 5K in the door. Our cash flow per year on those three houses is now 15K, more than we've been setting aside out of our personal funds. Now, within a year, we easily exceed that 24K. We pick up another house, add another 5K. It goes even faster. Now we're picking up a house in less than a year. In less than a year's time, we add another house add another 5k. And eventually you're going to get to the point where if you're getting cash flow of 400 bucks a month, setting a little bit aside as well, um, you're going to be able to pick up a house every half a year. And then you're going to get, you're going to wash, rinse and repeat. You're going to be able to pick up a house every four months, every three months, every two months. And again, we've seen this happen. I've seen other members do it. We've done it. Um, that's the cash flow snowball. So it really starts to accelerate. So don't think linearly, uh, to the fellow that emailed me, don't think linearly, but get started. Start with house number one, and you're going to see that thing pick up momentum. You're going to see that cash flow really start to accelerate. So the genesis, the thesis of the show today started with (laughs) that that article that 30% of people, 30% of Americans, you know they're leaving their life up to, to circumstance, right? They want to get sick so that they can, so that they can take a break, right? And and I don't want you to think like that. I don't want you to have to sit around and wait for something to happen. Okay, um, I'd rather that you be like the real estate investors I know. These guys, by the way, they they don't wait to get sick to take a break. They don't wait to get sick to get needed sleep or to finish a project. You know they've they've bought back their time already, and and they can structure their day and their lives how they want you know if they want to sleep in they can do it if they want a day off to spend time relaxing they can do it you know if they want to take a day or two off or a whole month to recuperate they can do it i can think of three different investor buddies right now that are all traveling somewhere in the world i got a guy that just left on a cruise for a week and some change i know a family that's geez they've been out for almost two months now traveling just living off of their cash flow another fellow i know just left for a month-long trip as well so these are all things that you can do, but it starts with that first step. And and really I'd say a couple of first steps, start to think about your debt lows, start to think about your expenses and break those down into those, those chunks that we talked about and they get, and then get focused on house number one or apartment deal. Number one, if that's the route you prefer to go, get that thing in your pocket, get that thing cash flowing, get that cash flow snowball rolling, and it's going to gain momentum and before you know it you're going to look back and like the the lady that presented at the case study in Houston 18 months later she's sitting on 15 houses you can do it too go to buymylifeback.com buymylifeback.com you can join the financial freedom program membership uh for a $500 discount that's just $240 for the year promo code is andy to get that discount that'll give you access to any number of benefits, including that vendor program that I mentioned. Uh, Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and you can learn more about us there. You can also find the radio button Uh, and see all of our archived shows. And you can follow us. We're we're on the radio every day of the week. This is Andy Webb. It's been a pleasure. You've been listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more
0: of the math? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember... Remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle.